Hey, welcome back. Hello. I'm Haley. And I'm Claire. And this is the Super Sapphic Film Club. Hell yes, it is. Where every week, well, I haven't done this in a while, we watch a woman love woman, non-binary love woman in the canon that we made up. We made up. And is available the on our card. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our movie list. Yes. It's, it's on our card. It's in Notion. It's, it's uh, a beautiful thing of beauty. It is my child who I raised from birth yes blood sweat and tears blood sweat and what now (laughs) (laughs) the tears were entirely from eight femmes oh my god (laughs) yeah and so this week we um, got a real doozy lined up i cannot believe this fucking movie exists it is so cursed i can't believe it came out in the year of our lord 2015 yeah the plot really made me think it was a 2009 like shitty run-of-the-mill rom-com right but actually, because gay marriage wasn't legal until 2015. I thought they could just ignore it. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it would just be like such a like a synopsis, like stick in the eye of like in an alternate world. I know, I was just thinking, like, imagine if this was billed as like an AU, like an right. alternate universe where gay marriage was legal in 2009 in America. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, you read the synopsis for this and it's like being punched in the fucking face. It really is, repeatedly, over and over again. Uh, <laughs> the trailer's even worse. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad I was spared watching the trailer. Yeah, I watched every trailer on the movie list. Because for, she's a saint. <laughs> I enjoy research. I'm an insane person. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one of the worst ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. Just okay. mouth hanging open. So tell us about Jenny's wedding, Claire. And I will. Okay. <laughs> Jenny's Wedding is a 2015, somehow, U.S. drama starring Katherine Heigl. Uh, Jenny's family is constantly trying to set her up with men in the hopes that she finally finds someone to settle down with. What they don't know is that she already met the right person five years ago, Kitty, played by Alexis Bledel. <laughs> Alexis Bledel and Katherine Heigl. Just picture that. In a relationship. In a relationship. Nothing is less believable. <laughs> Now that the two are ready to get married, all Jenny has to do is tell her family that her roommate is actually the love of her life. Written and directed by Mary Agnes Donahue. How horrible. Imagine dating someone for five years and never coming out to your family. I I already know I'm going to have a problem with that. Yeah. Five years. Yeah. You know? I mean. Unless you're like estranged from your family, then fuck them. Who cares? But like, they're invited to her wedding. She wants to, like, Presumably. have her cake and eat it, too. Not, yeah. like, you know, I see them every once in a while for, like, lunch once a year. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. Like, who cares? No. None of their business. But, like, if they're going to your wedding, you would think this would come up before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I, it's going to be a lot. Yeah. It's very, I feel like I'm, I'm girding. <laughs> yeah. I'm girding my loins for you. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> oh, God. Um, I'm. I'm I'm preparing myself for a, gay, a movie about gays for straights. Yes, that's what it, the whole vibe of this is giving gays, me. Gays, but for straights. Yeah, the movie where like the whole point of the interest in drama is like I'm gay, <gasps> and that's and you're gonna have to either accept me for that or not. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole movie. Yeah, there you go. Can't wait. We'll be back with our opinion on this movie. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> Okay, see you guys. Okay. Hey, thanks for listening. You should check out our movie list. I made it to be a resource for people to more easily find films that center sapphic characters. Each entry includes the movie title, director, country of origin, a synopsis, and a link to the trailer. There are also two categories of tags, one for story elements and one for production details. There's also an author's note getting into the nitty gritties of how I made this list, having not seen most of these films, uh, how we define this woman, love woman, non-binary love woman canon that we made up, and just other details about its organization. As of right now, and honestly, probably forever, the movie list is incomplete. Getting every sapphic film ever made into one document is insane. A fool's errand. And it's just me adding to it in my free time. So... I know there are gaps, and I plan to fill them in to the best of my ability. It's a process, a living document, that will hopefully only improve. I really hope you check it out. Even if you're lukewarm about us or the podcast, you know, I made this to be a resource for everyone, not just people who listen to our silly little podcast. 
And there are so many films on here that I had no idea existed. And there are a bunch I just cannot wait to check out. So you can find this movie list on our card, which is ssfc.card.co. Card is spelled with two R's. You can also find us on Instagram at supersapficfc. That's all I got for you. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Bye. And, oh, hold on. Claire Marie liked one of our photos. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's weird. Whenever I like one of our pictures, I get a notification. It's like, Claire liked your picture. I'm like, I know. That was me. I I was Uh, there for that. I was there. Um, hey, welcome back. Welcome back. We just watched Jenny's Wedding. Yes, we did. Oh, oh boy. This movie is why I wanted to do this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Not actually, but this sort of... But kind of actually. Shitty, horrible monster of a movie. Yes. Is what makes this so fun to me. This movie was so fucking bad that it was so delightful to me. (laughs) It was like, at every turn, I was like, it can't get worse. Yeah. And then I just stopped expecting anything, and it was still like, wow, and we are really just doing this. so much worse than I, like, you would think at some point you would stop being surprised by how bad it is. But this movie just slaps you across the face at every turn. It's it, miraculous. It's like, it's the cinematic equivalent of just, like, flaccidity. Yeah. It's just flaccid <laughs> all is. the way through. It is. This is the straightest movie about gay people I've ever seen in my life. It oozes straightness. It oozes heterosexuality. This is like marketing for marriage. It's like the goal of this movie was yeah. to make someone get married even if they were gay, not to accept gay marriage or something. It's like you won't be happy unless you're married, the yeah. movie. Well, it was so... I feel like it was also like... Gay people can be normal. They can just want 2.5 kids and a white wedding. Yes. Just because you're a lesbian doesn't mean you can't get married. Exactly. It was like like everyone who worked on this movie had never spoken to a gay person once in their entire life. No. Absolutely never. And like, (laughs) that was the other thing is like, so we should go over the plot maybe a little bit. I guess so. Um, You basically know it already from the first thing we recorded about it, though. (laughs) I know. It got literally the whole movie is just like Jenny is not out to her conservative Catholic family. They don't know that her roommate Kitty is actually her longtime partner. And like some she decides one day she's like, Kitty, I want us to get married. And Kitty's like, really? Okay, (laughs) good for them whatever yeah and they're like so we're gonna have to like come out to your conservative parents now right mm-hmm. and jenny does she has an aborted attempt to tell her whole family ends up just telling her mom and her mom's like don't come out to anyone else like let's just keep this between girls yeah <laughs> because, just us girls like she has this line about you can do whatever you want with your life but this is my world and you can't like ruin my world i think she said change but she meant ruin yeah mm-hmm. um so her parents now and she's like half in, half out. And then there's like a dramatic scene where she tries to come out. And then everyone's like pissed at her because she's gay. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, you lied to us oh, all these God. years. This movie's like, it should be a crime to not be out to everyone you've ever met in your life. It's insanity. Being in the closet. I re- literally wrote maybe like 10 <laughs> minutes into this movie. Being in the closet isn't lying. And then they just, like, predicated the entire rest of the movie on that assumption. Yeah. I think they were, like, I have a whole, like, tinfoil hat conspiracy theory about, like, not actually, but, like, about this movie (laughs) and who it's for and why. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. But I really genuinely think they were, like, how can we make it? To not demonize homophobia while also be like, homophobia is bad. So they were like, we should make it sort of like a dual thing where like being homophobic is bad, but lying to your family is almost worse. That's <laughs> so that they tried to like okay, play insane. the even field or something. Fuck that. But also, yeah. I think you might be right. You know? Like that's... Oh Fuck. my god. Oh. We're going to get oh, all I'm going to hate it. this movie in such different and new interesting ways in the next hour. <laughs> I also, I have, while we're on the subject of the plot, yeah. I have to tell you what is apparently on the back of the DVD if you own the physical DVD. Oh my god. Because most descriptions of this movie are like what you just said. Yeah. Like, she wants to marry her long-term girlfriend, but uh-huh. she's forced to finally come out to her close-minded family. But what's on Amazon Prime 
Don't worry, I didn't buy this movie. Uh, So what I think is the description of the actual back of the DVD is, Jenny Farrell has led an openly gay life with everyone except her closely knit middle class family. What about her is openly gay except that she has a girlfriend? That is such a fucking load of shit. It is. (laughs) It's such a load of shit. This movie, there is not one, we don't see any of her friends. We don't see her like life at work. She is not an out, like she's not a character in this movie. She's not a human Barely, like she just shows up to be gay at her parents and upset her parents with her gayness what open i just it's shocking that's lies and slander (laughs) (laughs) Um, someone needs to be held responsible someone does need to be held responsible for this this is the worst thing jeff bezos has ever done (laughs) (laughs) and he wasn't even involved (laughs) why are you nodding (laughs) why are you shaking your head Don't worry. If you give me enough time, I bet I could wrap it around to blame Jeff Bezos for this. <laughs> I think we should do it anyway. I think we should, yeah. And then it says, And while hiding the truth hasn't stopped Jenny from loving her parents or siblings, it hasn't allowed them to really know one another either. Oh, fuck off. I know. Fuck you. Okay. I mean, like, it, from anyone else, I'd be like, yeah, I see that. Like, you know. That's it, the tough thing. Yeah. It's like, if a real gay person had that opinion, then yeah. that would be fine and valid. I And it's it's also, I mean, I felt like that, yeah. definitely. But it's like, for this movie to claim that narrative yeah. is just, like, not true it's to not. this film at it's all. It's not at all. Because we also, we never see the real Jennies, quote unquote, exactly. real Jenny. Exactly. She's just... She's uh, just a perfect, like mannequin person mm-hmm. who they slapped the label of lesbian on half-heartedly it gave her another plastic mannequin wife yeah as like the staple people for lesbianism these are the poster girls yes ladies and gentlemen. thank you exactly <laughs> these are the poster girls for lesbianism and they aren't they are just as thin and <laughs> weightless as you would expect exactly uh, oh, I have so many and white, good like, review quotes <laughs> about wait, this uh, movie. Yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah, um, but just the last bit of the plot: mm-hmm. the whole neighborhood, her family's like tight knit community or whatever, is like totally rejecting of Jenny. Her parents are embarrassed, and then like at some point, her mom changes her mind. She's like in a grocery store overhearing her friends talk shit about Jenny. And she's like, the only thing wrong with her is that I rejected her. Oh, and it's like, God. it's so overwrought. It's it's so much. Um, <laughs> and she, the mom decides to go to the wedding, but the dad is still like, ah, she's no kid of mine. And uh, at the very last minute, he does decide to go. And then everyone is a big, happy nuclear family. Mm-hmm. Um, throw in a subplot of Jenny's sister divorcing her husband. We'll get to it. Oh, my God. I hate it so much. Oh. Um and yeah, it ends with a freeze frame of the worst Photoshop picture I've seen in a long time with uh, Kitty and Jenny holding a baby and, mm-hmm. and her sister has a new wife and everyone's happy and coupled up new and husband. has kids of their own. Yes. God. <laughs> like they have this whole subplot of the sister realizing that her husband's an asshole or whatever, just doesn't try. Uh, and so she divorces him and then at Jenny's wedding meets a new guy and is married by the role credits. Are you? I just. I am just exhausted. <laughs> I, I, I got. I just. I'm you know. a sap. Listen, I'm the biggest sap here. Mm-hmm. I'm the biggest sap in this city block right now. <laughs> I can guarantee it. Sometimes I love a wedding meet cute of like, oh well, the possibilities. But mm-hmm. like, fuck it in this movie. It's so stupid. And you could say that about pretty much everything in this movie. Yeah, all of it is like dumb or bad. Even if it didn't inherently have to be, it is. It, it is chose touched to be. by this movie, and so it is. It chose violence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As Amazon puts it, mm. when she announces she's going to marry the woman her family thought was just her roommate, the news suddenly lands on them like a depth charge. <laughs> <laughs> she drops a lesbianism atom bomb on them, I guess. <laughs> When your job is to write movie descriptions, but your heart is in, like, military weaponry. <laughs> like, what? As soon as I read that, I was like, I have to tell the other people about this. <laughs> A depth charge. Oh, my 
my god. It's like horrifying. Anyway, the rest of it's boring. I had to get to that part. That's so Except funny. that they also called it moving, heartfelt, and brilliantly acted. You can really just say words. You can huh? just say words in any order with no meaning, can't you? Huh? String any of those suckers together. Yep. Call it good. Yep. This movie is so badly acted that I noticed, which is saying a lot, because I don't really notice that stuff usually. It's shocking. It's so this fucking whole bad. movie felt like I was watching the longest like scene from a scene study class in the entire <laughs> world. It was like a feature length, like let's turn our chairs around and get serious. This is a this is a big scene. We have to yeah. take in the realities of it. Mm-hmm. This is your daughter. She's gay. <laughs> Stop. How's that make you feel? How would you feel in this situation? Feel it in your body. Now go. Yeah. Where is it? Where does it feel in your body? <laughs> And then, like, the, like, woman whose entire job is to be more homophobic than Jenny's mom. Oh, my God. It's like you can hear her thinking, I'm the homophobic villain in everything she says. It's so genuinely fucking funny. It's really, it's like, they wanted this to be an ensemble cast so fucking badly, and just no one was stepping up to the plate. Absolutely no one. (laughs) Like, Catherine Heigl, I didn't notice being, like, bad, so she was probably okay. She was just Catherine Heigl. Yeah. So, So, like, you get what you get. Yeah. But everyone else, almost solidly everyone else, was, like, actively bad. Yeah. Like, Alexis Bledel was just Rory Gilmore in this. But that's just who she is. It is. You know? Yeah. It if was... she ever tried, like, this is her lesbian uh, Alexis Bledel, like, cosplay. Like, she's mm. she's herself and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the Elliot Page effect. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Elliot. I love you. <laughs> love you so much, Elliot. It's it's not derogatory to you. It's no. derogatory a little bit to Alexis Bledel, though. Yeah, it, 100%. But also, it's sort of your fault if you hire her. Yeah. Like, I'm sure she didn't give a massively different performance. <laughs> Again, it's like they just wanted the poster girls of, yeah. like, lesbians are normal. Oh, yeah. TM. Oh, yeah. Also, the dad has been, like, in things. I saw some stuff about how people were like, except he was really good. I didn't really notice no, that he was good or I, bad or anything. I mean, his character is just so... He gives people a silent treatment for, like, half the movie. So, like, there's only so much you can do with that. Exactly. (laughs) And he's also just, like, such the stereotypical, like, suppressed dad who's, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes nice. Where it's, like, I feel like the character is doing more work than, like, the actor imbuing anything into it. I have some reviews Mm. if you'd like to hear them. Yeah. Make me laugh. Hit me. Hit me with Uh, your best shot. I will. Fire away. Uh, Jeanette Katsoulis of the New York Times called it trite, well-intentioned lecture on tolerance. Really sums it up perfectly. It's exactly what it was. I agree. Did you see the one where it's like a feature-length pamphlet on like, my daughter's a lesbian and that's okay? (laughs) damn you. Sorry. (laughs) That one made me laugh so much. That was Noelle Murray of AV Club. (laughs) So, so good. So your daughter's decided to get gay married. The dusty old pamphlet. So good. Get her ass. Get her ass. My favorite review that I read, though, this is the last one, mm-hmm. was if there's any conceivable downside to the legalization of gay marriage, it's movies like Jenny's Wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. It's so fucking funny. That's hilarious. That was David No of Film Journal International. I appreciate that joke, David No. I thought it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think in a way they're all wrong because first and foremost, this is a Nordstrom ad about oh. homophobia. Oh my god, I forgot it was a Nordstrom ad. <laughs> There's so much Nordstrom product placement. So much. They constantly talk about it. They're like, this is so waspy, just they're like, Oh, did you go to Nordies? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, let's go to Nordstrom and looking look at wedding dresses. Did you know that they have beautiful wedding dresses at Nordstrom? I ran into her at Nordstrom when I was there at Nordstrom earlier. I thought I needed to get it altered, but they do it in-house. <laughs> fucking horrendous. There's like the like most out-of-place establishing shot I've ever seen in a movie for like 30 seconds. It was just like a sitcom that was like, and here's the sh- stock image of the Nordstroms. <laughs> so fucking funny. This movie was actually so entertaining. I was having a blast, like, the whole time. If you can find a way to watch it without paying money for it, I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. Like, it it really was, um... <laughs> Just, your mind blanks out. I was like, yeah, Jenny's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, this one is, like, one of those things where it's, like, for as horrible and, like... 
It was like because it was so overwritten and mm-hmm. just like a strange like ally straw man arguments the whole time. It really kind of like cut it off at the knees and made it just like bearable, but then like wildly enjoyable for when it was like just dumb. Yes. <laughs> It's true. Like, it's not even really a movie. Mm-mm. It's it's a feature like Nordstrom. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, okay, should I get into my conspiracy theories? I would love it. Okay, great. First, I have to say that what cracked me up so much with this movie, partially, was that they kept talking like Jenny was a spy. <laughs> oh my god, they really did. <laughs> like, they'd be like, like, Jenny is talking about how she... Uh, was never close to her sister. She's like, I was in hiding. I just couldn't afford to get close to you. <laughs> what, like, you're a double fucking agent? <laughs> Lurking in the shadows, waiting. Exactly. And she's and her family's like, she lived a double life. Stop. I ju- she's not, I just, it's so fucking funny, though. <laughs> she's not a goddamn sleeper agent. She's not. She's she has the winter lesbian soldier. friends that exist. Stop. <laughs> She has gay friends that exist off screen, supposedly. (laughs) We gesture vaguely off screen to the gay friends we never see. Okay, I'm going to the tinfoil hat stuff. Mm -hmm. Please do. So this movie's really bad, and clearly just like not a lot of effort was put in on the writing. (laughs) I wholly disagree. (laughs) Do you really? I think this is the most overwritten movie I've seen in so long. But it was so bad. But I really, it to me, Mm -hmm. it felt like a play. Mm-hmm. But it was like we were stuck in the first scene for every scene. Oh, no. Like there was so much exposition. There were so many like overwrought metaphors in the emotional That's true. scenes. That is true. I think a lot of love and effort went into overworking the script to death. That's true. <laughs> I was so focused on how fucking bad it was yeah. that I assumed it just was that no one tried hard enough. But I do think you're right. This was, there were definitely parts in here that were someone's baby that they were so fucking enamored with. I I really want to get to your conspiracy theory, but I have, I have one of my own, actually. (laughs) So the, the sister has a subplot about how, like, she realizes that she's unhappy because her lawn is dead. The, The grass in her lawn is dead. And she goes on this crusade asking people, like, would you water your lawn? It seems like something happy people would do is water their lawn. And then one day, she waters her lawn, and the grass comes back green, and she has this huge emotional, like, monologue at her shitty husband. It's like, you never watered the grass. I watered the grass, and I was happy. I felt good. You never watered the grass. And he's like, what the fuck? And she's like, get out of my house. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard, too. Like... How they discovered it, like how they first introduced it to the movie. It was so poorly done. It was like uh, Jenny's sister is like, you seem happy. Uh, And uh, she's like, I am. And then the sister just looks immediately to her grass with no other fucking segue and goes, the grass is dead. And Jenny's like, it's the middle of winter. (laughs) And her sister's like, no, even in the summer, the grass is dead. And I was like, the fuck? Where are you going with this? And what's that? Is that a piano plink I hear? Oh, my God. The 50th <laughs> one of the movie. Hey, I love a good piano plink. We're doing a sad piano song. Mm-hmm. I am I watch K-dramas. I eat that shit up. <laughs> I love a good piano She's plink. She's the target piano plink audience. I am. It was not well accused. No. Nope. Well accused. T- for shame. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Well used. <laughs> Um, But anyway, my theory is that that was like a part of a play or like a short play that just like never found its place somewhere else. And I just could see the writer director of this film like being like, well, it was something I had in my back pocket for years and could never find a place for. But I found a place for it in Jenny's wedding. (laughs) And man, I wish she hadn't. I wish she had (laughs) not. You know, you can you could sometimes find little homes for little things you've yeah. wanted over the years. I think that's There's no need to most... shoehorn this in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most rewarding parts of writing is yeah. being able to stick something in. But, like, really shouldn't have been here. Nope. Should not at all. <laughs> and then, just like you said, she's, like, like yelling at her husband, like, the grass. And he's like, but why are you divorcing me? I don't understand. And she's like, the grass. Literally the grass. It's literally the grass. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Like, the whole time we were like, I wish she would divorce him because he sucks. Yeah. But I didn't need this whole grass metaphor. No. It, it was... It's... it's uh, I was trying to make a pun, but I can't think of it. <laughs> um, Lawn. 
It certainly That's didn't a grow on me. For you. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, this movie was poorly written. Mm-hmm. But it was so like bad and also almost homophobic with mm. its like being not being out as lying opinions. Oh my gosh! And like yeah. focusing so hard on the homophobic family that they showed almost nothing of the actual gay couple. This wasn't a movie about Jenny. It wasn't a movie about Jenny. It was about it was a Nordstrom ad. It was, <laughs> it was a Nordstrom ad about homophobia. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so confusing to me that I like. I spent way more time thinking about what it could be for than mm-hmm. anyone ever should. But mm-hmm. love. Here's what I came up with. This movie is too like entry level gay is okay to be for gay people. Yeah. Like obviously. Yes. As soon as you watch this, it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think that even like straight allies who are more than one step past like I guess you can get married. Mm. It's also too entry level mm-hmm. and like boring and yeah. weird and obvious. So, as reviewer Justin Chang wrote for Variety, this movie plays like a series of hand holding growth exercises for closed minded conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really is. <laughs> yeah, no, at 100%. It's like just interrogating the idea of like coming out. Yes, yes. And my other one, I'm sorry, I quote so no, many reviewers is. Uh, Jordan Hoffman wrote for The Guardian that Jenny's wedding is training wheel lesbians for an audience primed to go, ew. <laughs> Which is really how it feels. That's really... <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, aha moment, it, for real. Exactly what you were saying earlier about how they're like, these are the perfect stand-ins. Yes. Of the most acceptable yeah. versions of lesbians for homophobes. 100%. Is this okay? Then yeah. being gay is okay, right? It's like all those like um, tearjerker Oscar ones that are it's like about adversity where they're just like, I may be this thing, but I just want to do my job or yeah, like something like exactly. that. Where, it's where they're like, like, you don't even have to respect me. I'm like, okay, I actually would like you to respect me. You <laughs> exactly. know? Yeah. <laughs> I will like bend myself to fit into this box mm-hmm. so that you can accept something that you're not comfortable with. Exactly. We will pick... The absolutely most palatable gay people. And if we can't find them, we will make them up. We will make them up. To try and convince you. I have you. made the most palatable yeah. gay people in my mind. Like a supervillain. I will like, create the most palatable gays who ever lived. This is how we'll solve homophobia. Yes. They don't By make changing gay people because a lot of them are weird. They're weirdos. We should just make straight people who happen to be gay. God. I hate that we... so much, by the way. I know. It's like, oh, God. It's... If you think about this movie too much, it stops being fun. Exactly. But if you can turn your brain long enough, <laughs> off long enough to just, like, enjoy the Nordstrom out of it all. It does stay fun. <laughs> <laughs> but then I got more confused because mm-hmm. I was like, homophobes would not watch this movie Mm-mm. unless you're going to clockwork orange them into it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, <laughs> like, they're not going to go to the theater and be like, no, let's watch the movie about gay people who I hate. This was barely in theaters anyway. Was it? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear that, actually, now that I think about it. They actually had to do an Indiegogo to, like, raise money for post-production costs. And they people were specula- speculating that, like, oh, maybe, like, this post-production cost will be part of, like, um, a festival circuit or, like, selling the rights so that it could be distributed. And it got, like, a limited release with some IFC, I think, and, like, wasn't in theaters for very long and then hit streaming, like, a couple years later. Weird. Yeah. No wonder I never heard about it, though, because I was, like, in my freshman year of college around then. I I tend to, like, at least note when movies come out, even if I'm like, that looks like shit. Right. But I had absolutely no memory of this movie. It it was independent. Yeah. It was very independent. Yeah. (laughs) Which is weird for, like... Catherine Heigl and Alexis Pladell to be in it. Is that standard? I don't know enough about how movies work. Um, I think something about it must have been big enough to get them. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, Mary Agnes Donahue has done a couple, like, big-ish, like, one-off hits in the 90s. But, like, there are real actors in this. I think mm-hmm. sometimes they'll just, like, take a quieter, more independent film in the hopes that, it's, like, it's, uh... <laughs> That it's good. <laughs> well, yeah, or just like, you know, they're rounding it out. You know, it's like yeah. they, you do the, it's like something about this feels like it should have been a passion project, but I can't imagine who was passionate about I this project. No idea. It really feels like it was made to have like older, waspy Democrats who are just like dipping their toe into like, I guess gay is okay to feel good about themselves. Yes. 
I'm so happy. This is why we have a podcast. Because that's exactly <laughs> the conclusion that I also came to. I, thought, I had a feeling was, you were going to get right, there. Yeah. Yes. Was like, this must be for not homophobic, at least outright, mm-hmm. uh, heterosexual people who aren't paying enough attention to realize that this movie is horribly written and badly acted. <laughs> like, they're so distracted patting themselves on the back exactly. that they're not watching the movie. And they don't know any gay people in real life. Exactly. So they're, so like, they're like, wow. Well, she should have come out. <laughs> it's lying not to. <laughs> Um, and I just have to say that the sister was more gay than Jenny was. She yeah, was strong lesbian vibes. It might really have, bad in this movie. I'm sorry, like, it might have She's just so been because I had a crush on her, but, <laughs> and she dressed like shit. No offense. <laughs> I know. I love how they like were going for like bedraggled, overworked mom and hit like lesbian like fashion lesbian icon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was her, like, I wear that outfit. <laughs> her jean jacket when she was watering her lawn and like having her, like, the time of her fucking jean jacket life. and sweats and like like watering her lawn completely alone and like laughing at the sky like an insane person. I was like, now that is a vibe. <laughs> That's I wanted that jean jacket. I still want that jean yeah, jacket. Yeah, it was a really good jean jacket. Mm-hmm. But they were like trying so hard to like you were saying like show that the sister, even though she's straight, like, does not have her <sighs> shit together. But Jenny, even though she's gay, does because she like wears turtlenecks all the time and oh my God. has perfect hair. <laughs> yeah. She's always wearing a sensible bun or ponytail. Exactly. Low ponytail, excuse a low me. Low pony, excuse me. Very big difference. <laughs> Do not get it twisted. It's it really is like I feel like in a better movie, I'd be very interested in like interrogating the idea of straight people assuming that they know what's best and that like they're trying to shove this lifestyle into someone even though it's made them deeply unhappy Mm -hmm. but it doesn't even interrogate that a little bit nope like the mom and the dad in this movie kind of have like a couple like marriage ending conversations and Mm -hmm. then it's just like all totally cool when he shows up at the wedding and it's like fine it's like infuriating never resolved never resolved all is forgiven because he showed up at the exact moment that it would have been unforgivable not to show up yeah and like jenny even has this like kind of kick-ass speech where she's just like i'm sick of like looking for your approval i'm Mm -hmm. not like proud of who you are she's like i refuse to lie anymore about who i am like just to make you more comfortable or something and i was like go off actually yes like pretty good point to make this movie and then as she storms off a song starts playing and it's (gasps) no that was a change no i'm positive it (laughs) no no it was i was talking about her conversation with her dad where she was like i'm sick of chasing your approval um, she has two of those then, because she says she a very similar thing to her mom. <laughs> oh my God. Which you should set this up, because this okay. is like the easily the best part of the movie. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start over. <laughs> yeah, I wrote 1,800 words about this movie. Oh my god! <laughs> this is your blue gate this crossing. This is my blue gate crossing. <laughs> That's an insult. That to is. Blue gate <laughs> um, and to mate now. <laughs> uh, so Jenny is like. Finally snapping at her mom, who's like, can't you just lie about being gay? Like, because it'll make my life easier. Can you please go back in the closet? please get back in the closet? Just shoving her back in. And Jenny's like, I refuse to lie anymore about who I am. And it's like, Because being in the closet is lying. Yes. Like, okay. What? You know, not on board with the being in the closet is lying, but her her speech ain't bad in that moment. No, fuck your mom. Tell her (laughs) Tell her what's up. And as she storms off instantaneously the song starts playing and i can't change even if i try fucking the macklemore absolutely lost it i had to pause the movie because we were like in tears i got a head rush i was laughing so hard (laughs) i like went weak in the knees it was so fucking hilarious The chorus for same love playing in this shitty shitty homophobic movie uh, and the funniest part is that it's like <laughs> it's like the worst needle drop ever. It's also like by the time this movie came out, that song was like three years old. It was, it was dated by the time this movie came out. But hearing Same Love after this shitty, horrible movie has been going on for like an hour, maybe, was an indescribable experience. I actually I, will cherish it for the rest of my life. I don't say this lightly. I experienced a new emotion. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> my life will be bookmarked by before Jenny's wedding needle drop and after Jenny's after. wedding needle drop. <laughs> it's also funnier by the fact that like they had to do an Indiegogo to raise post-production <laughs> fees and that included music licensing. 
They were like, we cannot make this fucking movie without <laughs> same love. Do not suggest it again. So thanks to the donors of that for giving <laughs> us the best, worst needle drop in the entire world. I actually would be honored if I participated in that Indiegogo just to have... <laughs> Given even a cent to that happening, Just contributed in any way, mm-hmm. I, think, <laughs> I think it would it would warm warm my heart. Oh my god! Uh, this movie totally earnestly, deadly seriously playing same love after Catherine Eichel's monologue, and then after that, I bet Haley five dollars <laughs> that they'd play it twice, but I was wrong because they played it three times. <laughs> I do still owe you five dollars. I can't believe you don't actually. It was really. I'm gonna a buy you a coffee. You don't it have was to. Worth it. Oh my god! But I was really proud just for calling it. But also, like the second time it plays, crack me up too because it's when the mom realizes homophobia bad. Oh yeah. When she's like, here's her friends in the grocery store well, being like, homophobic to each other. It's when she shows up at Jenny's doorstep. That's the second time I think. I mean oh. the third time. Oh. Yeah. But those scenes, I thought they were like back to back. They were. They stopped playing it. And then she goes to Jenny's door and then plays it. They play it again after, after she says something. Oh, my God. I swear to God. I was like, does this count as a third time? I will make it count. Oh, that's right. So like, maybe it doesn't. But like, okay. I just want to say. That it <laughs> that's so bad. It was so fucking hilarious. But her mom also does have like a nice thing where she goes to uh, Jenny's dad, her husband, and says, you know, I'm going to the wedding, even if you aren't. Uh, mm, and, but mm. then they keep playing Sam Loves. <laughs> so I was just laughing during it. But <laughs> yes, I also just have to say how oh, fucking yeah. funny is it that they made her name Kitty? The pussy joke. Oh, lengthy <laughs> <laughs> <Like> silence. <laughs> just staring at you like a deer in the head. Like, yeah. it's like wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> I can like hear the gears in my head clicking and stuttering. <laughs> That is really funny. Like, again, did they just want to give her, like, the most traditional, like, they just picked a 50s name out of the hat? I have no idea. It's just hard and hard and confusing to learn that, that your daughter likes pussy kitty, that she likes kitty. <laughs> oh, my God. This movie is, like, the worst horrible masterpiece. It's incredible. I love it. It keeps, it, this is my room. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it has that vibe to it. It does. I was just listening to our eight femmes episode Mm -hmm. and i was just thinking how grateful i am that this movie was fun bad yeah eight femmes was not at all oh my god this movie was was so fun bad. it was so fun bad (laughs) (laughs) not a uniquely exhausting experience at all exactly it it gave as much as it took (laughs) (laughs) emotionally but we Mm. were going to talk about their non-relationship yeah it's like okay so two things first thing the first scene with Kitty, it's supposed to be like a bait and switch. Like the end of the scene like reveals that they're dating. Which is hysterical. It's like, and for what? And for what? Who would see this movie knowing literally nothing about it? As soon as you look up this movie, you learn that Jenny's gay. Yeah. So it's not a big reveal to no. literally anyone. Literally anyone. I'm sure anyone who's seen the ads too. It's like, this is about how she's coming out. And here's Kitty, her I- girlfriend, fiance. Yeah. So, Why? like, she comes home and she's like, how is your family? She's like, same old, same old. And they have, like, an innocuous conversation. And then she's like, I want to get married. And Kitty's like, really? Not asking her. Just mm-hmm. being like, I mm-hmm. want to get married. I know. That was what made me so confused. It's like, they have this weird coy thing where they're pretending that they could hypothetically be just roommates. Yes. Because up until that point, hypothetically, the audience doesn't know that they're more than roommates. No. But they do because they read anything about the movie before watching it in the year 2015. Right? It feels like it's supposed to be one of those after-school special things of like, wow, check your assumptions yeah, next time. the surgeon was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right, though. God. But it just comes off weird because, like, there isn't even, like, a fun reveal or mm-hmm. something. Like, they have this weird stilted conversation where she's like, I think I want to get married. Uh, and Kitty's like, wow, I never thought I'd hear you say that. Like, they're not at all interacting. And like, then... someone's proposing to someone else. And then the, like, the line where it's, like, the reveal is so poorly written. It's just, like, a, it's, like, the opposite of a climax. <laughs> like, it's, it's a like further... a failed orgasm a little bit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a frustrating attempt at yes. the Because <laughs> it's just like, well, I guess we're going to have to tell them that you're marrying me. Yeah. And it's, like... 
Exactly. What? We couldn't have workshopped that a little. This movie is so overwritten. We could have gotten, sh- like, we went, come on. Come, come on. on. But it's just so dumb. It's really like, dumb. Everyone knows already. Yeah. This was 2015. While I was writing 1,800 words, oops, <laughs> about this movie, I kept, like, I did it over, like, two days. Mm-hmm. So on the day, second day, I was like, I kept writing things like, I don't want to be too harsh on this 2005 movie. Because it feels so much like yeah. it, it's so dated yeah. so quickly that it, it feels like it came out in 2005. It really does. It's And that's the thing. So many reviews are like, this would have been hackneyed and overdone 20 years ago. Exactly. But now it's really genuinely embarrassing. It's really. It's not good. It's just not good. You, you guys. Um, sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. But it's, it's, um, it's not, this isn't it. It's, it ain't it. It ain't it. Also, Catherine Heigl and Alexis Bledel have negative amounts of chemistry where it's like confusing to see them in the same room together. Yes. They have, I can't explain why. Part of my tinfoil hat shit, I swear (laughs) to God. Like, they share maybe one chaste closed mouth kiss. Yes. And there's one scene where they're in bed together. Oh my God. She's like, Alexis Bledel's like patting. Jenny's arm, like, really stiffly in, like, a weird way. It makes her look so uncomfortable. It's like she's never experienced human touch yeah, before. Or, or provided it or anything. Right. It's just, like, so strange. It really, as soon as I read that quote about how it's, like, lesbians for people primed to go, ew, I couldn't stop thinking about it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so much, it's like a movie about how being gay is okay, but you think your audience will be like, ew, gross, like, right. the whole time. Yeah. So it's just so weird and, like, offensive to watch. <laughs> it's it's so, it's, like, barely platonic even. It is. The way that they It's interact. like they're acquaintances. Yeah. It's like um, that coworker that drives you home sometimes. Yeah. There's a familiarity, but it's strained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're like, yeah, uh, you know, my parent died or something, and you just, like, pat their arm awkwardly right. because you don't know them that well. <laughs> Your break's over in ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so weird. Oh, my God. But so my my tinfoil hat conclusion was mm-hmm. that this movie must have been made for people who were, like, not actively homophobic, but just, like, didn't realize how stupid and shitty this movie is. Mm. Or people who were, like, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> hypothetically, the only group this might be actually useful for was, like, People who were raised to be homophobic and are trying to condition themselves out of it. Oh my God. <laughs> but even then, it would be really bad for that. If you should just is... watch real movies with real gay people in them. This is not good enough exposure therapy. It's not. You've exactly. got to try <laughs> it's like, uh, if you just yeah. go and like sit in like an REI for an hour, I think that would be better exposure therapy than this movie. <laughs> God, it's just, like on, this movie defies reason. It really does. You should watch it. Honestly, <laughs> I do recommend it if you can stand hearing like blatant homophobia mm-hmm. at parts because they they really trot out the old favorites oh, from yeah. pre gay marriage legalization. Mm-hmm. Like people are still homophobic with these same arguments, of course. Yes. But that sort of brought me back because I hadn't heard. Uh, a lot of these old classics in a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, you forget about them. Like, who's the man in the relationship? Oh that one I had thankfully forgotten about. That one was so gross. So nasty. And it was her dad asking it, too. No, too. Like, Jesus, fuck. God. I, oh, my God. I literally wrote, maybe in 2005, this is what some people needed, but we've evolved so far beyond this movie now that it's a step backward. <laughs> 2015, too. 2015. 2015. Decade later. Good yeah. fucking God. Good fucking God. Woof. Anyway, this movie was made for people who are barely not homophobes, and it's not even good at that. No. So. No. Just mind-boggling, truly, it, deeply. It really is. It was. I am still. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I hope one day we watch a movie that doesn't send me on a tailspin of confusion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blue Gate Crossing didn't, except that I was confused about how underrated it was. True. Very yeah. true. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm a cheerleader. Maybe be the only... That's true. That's a good one. Saving face. Yeah. Yeah. Those were just earnestly good. Yeah. I see what you mean. good, you know? Yeah. It's it's hard (laughs) out here. (laughs) I feel like writing is hard. I could never write a movie. Yeah. You did something wonderful. 
But I feel like a lot of independent movies shoot themselves in the foot by starting with a small idea and never really filling it out in meaningful ways Mm -hmm. or trying to fill it out in like weird attempts that end up just not working out. Like that's this movie felt like it started with the idea of like gay marriage is legal. So like what if a woman wants to get married to another woman and her family Mm -hmm. doesn't know? And then they were just like tried to make it also about the family. But it's like, why are we seeing the dad at his fireman workplace? Yeah. And like his friends and the mom's friends. And it's like, I don't, I don't care. (laughs) They're like trying to explore how this shockwave affects the town or something. But really, it just makes you like so confused. Where it's like you focus too much on what you wanted it to be rather than like finding it and letting it be something that may surprise you yeah it it feels like a writing exercise that the person didn't have much investment in beyond like it seems important a and b no one else is telling a story like this that i know of of all my straight friends that's true (laughs) so i I, yeah i can see it's like someone should tell that's this story i guess it should be me right you just do a disservice to the general story and to gay people honestly yeah like you can write things about things that you don't know but you need to do research and do it justice and i talk to gay people and talk to god just begging you yeah and that it doesn't feel like that happened. Yeah. It might have. Like, even if there were gay people involved in this, they must have been talked over or just not listened yeah. to or something. Right. Because, like, I just don't actually know any gay people who think that being out is, like, morally, not being out is, like, morally wrong. Yeah. And lying what? to the people around you. Hello. It's like anyone who has been gay for any amount of time, I feel like, would be like, oh, God, no, there's some times where you just can't come out. <laughs> you fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, ugh. And it also is, like, the idea that, like, coming out is a one-time-only thing. My God. Exactly. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. just has to come out the right. one time to the one group of people she's ever going to know in her whole life. Come on, guys. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad in general when a movie is, like, you know, regardless of whether there were or weren't any gay people involved in this, it feels like it was made by straight people four straight people yes so it's almost like feels like a zoo exhibit where they're all gathering around to point at the gay people yeah yeah so i just don't like it i don't enjoy it no this is why i avoid a lot of um oscar baity movies because it just feels like they're wheeling out whatever like hardship they can to exploit for drama yeah they're just like spinning the wheel of like what is it this week right oh oh look at that danish girl interesting this year it'll be the Danish girl, and next year it'll be Green Book. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Diversity mm. wins. Diversity wins. <laughs> God, I never saw the Danish girl. You shouldn't. I didn't yeah, either. I, I don't did, want it to. It didn't look like I should either. No. I think I saw Green Book, and I was like, huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, again, no interest. Nope. The fact that that was Best Picture is like... Oh, my God, I forgot it won Best Picture. Yeah, that was what I was like, okay, I'm, I've am i been over the Oscars for a while, but that's the nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. The final one, actually. Yeah, the final one. <laughs> I, our movie list only has one movie that was ever nominated for any Oscar. What was it? Monster. Oh, I actually watched that. Oh, really? I own that on DVD. So oh, my God. Have to buy that hey, one. look at us go. Yeah. I think it won. I think Shirley's there and won Best Actress. Oh. Maybe it was just nominated for Best Picture. I remember her being really good in it, but I watched it like five years ago, so I don't remember if it was good or not. Yeah, I've never watched it because I'm a huge little baby. Yeah, and I do remember it was harrowing, Yeah, as you'd imagine, exactly. based on knowing any details about the movie itself. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> maybe I'll just rewatch Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, this is my problem, is I was making a list... Haley and I were talking about how we're going to show each other our f- top five movies if we yes. haven't already. But you've seen all of my top five movies. <laughs> you've seen Jurassic Park and Mad Four Max times. Fury Road. Exactly. <laughs> Girl, I watch Mad Max Fury Road again. Uh, that's the problem, though, is I don't have to make you watch it. <laughs> You'll just watch it. That's half the fun. It's forcing exactly. you. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, I feel like so I fucking good. walked out of that movie theater feeling how a lot of people walked out of the movie theater after watching The Matrix for the first time. <gasps> I was just like, this is what movies can be. Yes. Oh, my God, you're right. I'd forgotten how that felt. But it really felt like I and 
indescribable emotion yeah. i had never felt before i walked i stumbled out of that theater with yes. my dad and i was like yes. can, can you believe he's like i saw the matrix in the 90s i'm good <laughs> not in so many words yeah but that was the intention so <laughs> that really that's what i imagine it would feel like to listen to any modern music if you were in the 1800s <gasps> oh i was you know? oh yeah i hear you like you're like oh my god <laughs> This, it can be like that? It can be like That's that? That's how Mad Max Fury Road made me feel. See, I thought about it in the opposite way, where it's like, if I was a little bit older in the early 2000s listening to Britney Spears, like, I would be just as, like, <laughs> <laughs> inconsolable about how much I loved Britney Spears, too. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but now I have K-pop, so, like, so sorry. Like, <laughs> same difference. This is off topic, and we can cut it out later. Yeah. But I made my mom watch uh, The Guy Who Didn't Like Musicals, <gasps> and she really? really liked it. Oh, my God. And now I've had all of the songs from that stuck in it's my head for, like, a week. So what do you so want, long. Paul? That was the exact song I was listening to on the way over here. I <laughs> no, swear to God. Oh, my God. That's so I great. I love that song so much. It's so fucking good. Your deepest desire, Paul. However it goes. I want you to choke me while, while I jerk, jerk off. off. <laughs> If that doesn't sell you on that musical, I don't know what my will. My God, that might be my new like comfort watch. That that is just it's just so good. It's so good. If you haven't watched uh, a Star Kid musical, Star Kid, in some years um, they've been they've been God like chucking away. They're real good. Chucking, 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 chucking along. Chucking them out. <laughs> chucking. <laughs> they've been chucking them out. Chugging. Um, I think my brain broke after watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Even though it seemed to have exhausted us over the course of discussing it for so long, yeah. I would recommend it. It's not good. Watch it with a friend. Watch it with a friend who this... will also laugh at the She Keeps Me Warm part. Don't tell them about it no, before yeah. it happens. Say so that, that like they a can treat. experience <laughs> the sheer inexplicable emotion that mm-hmm. that gave to me. It it's, was great. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, you should watch this with someone else, though, because this is the kind of, like, fun bad, or if you watch it alone, you'll just get bogged down by the bad. Yeah. You'll just um, be like, why did they recommend this shit movie to me? Yeah. You're like, I feel kind of dirty yeah. and sad now. <laughs> exactly. I feel like I should go for a walk. This fun movie is pretty homophobic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? I don't think so. That's it. Yeah. That's all she wrote. And that's all she wrote. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. See you later. Bye.